Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, bringing you once again another great episode of Nothing to Watch. And of course, we're going to be doing a show that's been flying under the radar for the last couple of, I want to say, weeks. Um, it's a show on Showtime right now. Haha, <laughs> show on Showtime. And it, to me, it's one of the smartest shows I've seen, and it's only three episodes in so far. This show is called Kidding. Uh, and I'm not kidding, it's a very smart show, full pun intended, starring Jim Carrey. But let's kind of go into it. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about this show, and I kind of wanted to share them with you guys. And hopefully it uh, pushes you guys to watch it as well, too, you, the audience out there. So Kidding is an American comedy drama television series created by Dave Holston that premiered on September 9th, 2018 on, of course, Showtime. The series stars Jim Carrey, Frank Langana, Judy Greer, 
Cole Allen, Juliet Morris, and Katherine Kenner. And it marks a second collaboration between director and executive producer Mitchell Godry and Jim Carrey, who previously worked together on the film Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So right then and there, when you mention Eternal Sunshine, you know you're going to kind of get your heartstrings kind of pulled from you just a tad bit. And that's what I felt with these three episodes. I felt not like a tearjerker in a way, but I felt like, damn, there's some feelings inside my body that I'm not ready to deal with that this show kind of brought out. It's a dark comedy. Very, very, very dark comedy. When I say that, I say, you know, when people are dying, people are having cancer, people have six months to live, you know, depression, families, you know, separating, affairs are happening. There's a lot of darkness in this show, but people are trying to laugh and grieve at the same time and using laughter and comedy as a way of grieving. And I think we can all relate to that all together. Everybody can relate to that. Uh, Kitty is set in Columbus, Ohio, and it follows Jeff Piccarello, a.k.a. the children's television quintessential star, the Mr. Rogers, if you will, Mr. Pickles. And of course, he's adored by children and parents alike. Mr. Pickles anchors a multi-million dollar branding empire, but he faces a personal tragedy and a difficult family life. So like I said... Comedy, tragedy, all together right there. Main characters of this show. Jim Carrey, of course, playing Jeff Piccarello, a television personality who has performed as Jeff Pickles on his longtime children's television program, Mr. Pickles Puppet Time on PBS. PBS, guys. I love some PBS. We all love some PBS for 30 years. Following the death of one of his sons, he finds great difficulty in adopt, adapting excuse me, people, <laughs> the hardships of life. So right then and there, you know that there's some heartache happening with this character. We see this character, Jeff, who's been playing a character in general, a Mr. Rogers-esque character, a father of children's, uh, a father of children's, look at me, a father of children throughout the world just... Um, at his beck and call, and really living up to the character, going to hospitals, going to festivals, going to talk shows, and living the character of Mr. Pickles, you know, that go-getter character that, you know, eat your vitamins, have a positive mentality, don't curse your parents, saying, you know what, everything's going to be A-okay. That's the character you're getting with this, <laughs> with Jeff right there. And it is a little cringy at some times. Hell, there's it's really cringy throughout the whole episode. But you definitely see the dark undertones with this character. He's suffering immensely. And I think that's what draws us to this character. When Jim Carrey plays a suffering character, a, a character that has, you know, darkness and, and, in a way, brooding from the inside, you can see it. It just um, comes out, seeps out of his pores, that something is just hurting him from the inside. That's when he shows his range as an actor. He's not just a typecasted character that plays the Riddler or the Mask or an Ace Ventura. No, he's a brilliant actor that has layers, like a fucking parfait out there, people. And, man, if you guys are going into this show thinking, I'm going to get the goofy Jim Carrey, <laughs> no, you're going to get someone who is deep into this character, who has a darkness that's like a ticking time bomb waiting to explode. 
I went deep there. <laughs> Frank Lingana plays Sebastian Piccarello, the executive producer of Mr. Pickle's Puppet Time, and of course, Jeff's father. Very stern character, not empathetic whatsoever. Um, very direct, not not really strict, but just on the ball when it comes to business. You know, says, hey, we can't change this because if we change A, B's going to collapse, okay? We got to sell lunchboxes. We got to sell toys. We got to sell, you know, the children happiness, not sadness. And that right there, that relationship or that, that lack of emotion really um, shows in episode two and three of that relationship between father and son, whether it's an issue from the past or whether it's something now that he sees as a business. I don't know yet. Like I said, we're three episodes in, but definitely, you know, Sebastian Piccarello is a, is a businessman, not a tycoon, but just a businessman with an eye on, on the prize when it comes to making profits for his family. Uh, Judy Greer plays Jill Piccarello, a nurse, and of course, Jeff's estranged ex-wife or separated separated wife it's still um hard to say in the first three episodes we definitely know that they're separated uh very very deep character all these characters have stories i will tell you that but her you know um jill's character maybe is suffering the most and when you watch this this series uh even the first three episodes you kind of are are mad at jill and I, I for one, from what I've seen so far, looking at you know the reviews and people's reactions to her character, they're like, "Damn, what a bitch!" You know, this guy, you know, gave you thirty years of riches and lavish life and money that you can have and sons and whatever you can have as far as being like an icon, and you kind of just trade that all for just you know a guy that can lick your toes and make you come. So she is suffering the most because of the fact that. Well, as I mentioned before, their son had died, and it was her driving the car when the accident happened. So she feels mostly responsible for her own son's death there. And we can see, uh, to me, I can see why this character is going through everything she's going through. You know, she has conversations with Jeff, Jim, character, Jim Carrey's character, and we see her, you know, just being very different. Um... We're introduced to her as a different character, but from Jim Carrey's dialogue, we see that she's changed. You know, she has a tattoo. You know, she's she's drinking more. She's you know being sporadic and spontaneous. You know, she's seeing people. She's trying to forget as much as possible to cover the pain and shame that she feels. And you know, Jeff's character just wants everything to be fine. You know, hey, let me just move back in. We could be a great old family again. And she hates that idea. She just thinks that. You know, the character of Mr. Pickles is not what she needs in her life. She needs a man to say, hey, I need a stern hand to, to hold me, um, that has concrete arms to, to caress me and say everything's going to be okay. And you're here with a fucking banjo and a ukulele talking about everything's going to be okay. No, this chick does not need that right now. She needs something different. She needs something drastic, and that's what she's run away from when it comes to Jim character Jim Carrey's character. I don't know why I'm saying Jim character. That's hilarious. Um, so Jill's character, very complex. Cole Allen, my man Cole Allen, uh, who to me steals the show. Um, he plays um, Will Piccarello and of course Philip Piccarello, 
Jeff and Jill's identical twin sons. And of course, like I said before, there was a tragedy and a car accident with one of the sons. This is not a spoiler alert. It's in the first episode. People have seen this for free on many times, whether it was Hulu or free preview. So I'm not spoiling that much right there. But yes, one of the sons are dead. He is identical twin, and definitely he's suffering just probably as much as Jill um, because of the fact that, you know, you have your parent, one of your parents, who is this giant mega million star who's a father to many children out there in the world, and you're just begging for that father to be there for you. And not to say that Jim character, Jim Carrey's character doesn't give him the love and affection, it's just... He's looking for his own affection, you know. Stop being a father for everybody and be a dad for me. You know, grab, you know, grab your nutsack, pull him down, and say, I'm a man right there. <laughs> and we don't get that whatsoever. And he's begging for that. And he's like, you know, this is why mom doesn't want to be with you because you're just a character right now. You're not real whatsoever. You're just this guy on TV. I don't want to hear that everything's going to be okay. I want you to say that, fuck, my life is horrible, but I want to make it better. Um, you know, Cole's the real character in this show. You know, uh, someone who has lost his his brother, number one. If I lost my brother, I'd be nuts right then and there, especially if they were right next to me um, as they died. Two, identical twins who have that just, that chemistry, you know, that, that no one can really understand. I can't even understand that, but to lose like a basically a piece of you right there, you know, just makes you mentally unstable. And, of course, living with the father and then a mother right now who essentially was the cause of the car crash right there, he blames so much, like, hate and animosity and so much uh, pain. He blames all that to his parents right there, attributes all that to his parents. And, you know, it's just a teen trying to grieve, and you see him making so many bad decisions. Um, funny decisions, but bad decisions. You know, there's one part, you know, where he actually gets a beehive and he's about to, like, just throw in his mom's car. And Jim Carrey kind of finds him. He's like, hey, are you about to put that beehive in your mom's car because you're pissed off of her? He's like, so? You know, you know, Jim Carrey does the father talk and throws that beehive away. But, you know, essentially tries to do more things to get at his mom or get at his dad to express how hurt and angry he is. Um, you see him hanging around with the wrong kind, you know, very paid by numbers when it comes to that, you know, the wrong kind of kids there, smoking pot, cigarettes, drinking, all that stuff. Um, he has a love interest as well, too, that we're kind of getting in there in the next three episodes. But, you know, his character as a whole is very depressing, but you understand why he's that way. Um, like I said, a lot of death, a lot of layers with these characters. Um, of course, another character here, Juliet Morris and Catherine Kenner. Um, let's talk about Catherine's character, Deidre, who is the head puppeteer of Mr. Pickle's Puppet Time and Jeff's sister. She's another nutcase as well, too. I love Catherine uh, Kenner. She's just fabulous. She, she's, she brings some kind of, I don't know, she, she just brings some kind of happiness to the screen. You know, you just want to smile every time you look at her very warm character that's why it was so crazy when she was in get out as that you know the psychologist that brought him into the sunken world you know it was very scary to me because i never seen a character like that you know just someone that's so warm that draws me in and to be so terrible at the end but this show she's very warm she's just 
losing her own mind. You know, of course, she's dealing with um, looking at her brother's failed marriage right now and what he's going through, but also looks at the business aspect and says, Dan, you know, my brother makes millions, millions and millions of dollars and he makes his family money as well, too. So, you know, I'm pretty well off because of that. But she sees him suffering and wants to help. She's also going through her own issues as well, too. Her daughter, Juliet Morris, Maddie, who <laughs> is a breath of fresh air as well, too. You know, she's not as funny as Cole, but she has her own one-liners. And, you know, she's going through her own traumatic experience because of Deidre's and her father's marriage failing in a way, too. We're seeing her husband, Scott, having an affair with the next-door neighbor, who's also the piano teacher. You know, they're having their own relationship and Deidre finds out and it's also affecting Maddie because she's seen the affair happen. And it's just so much emotions happening with both of these ladies that it you can relate. Anybody can relate to seeing your parents, you know, break down. Anybody can relate to seeing, you know, oh man, my, well, I'm not anybody, but hey, for the people who have seen, you know, parents cheat on other parents... It's tough. You don't know what to put yourself in. You don't know who to choose. You don't know what to do. Your mind's completely blown, and it's just you take it out the wrong way. You do things weird, you know? And and with Deidre's character, she just doesn't know what to do there. Do I, you know, go down the path of my brother's going through right now and have, like, a divorce and separate my family? Or do I try to keep it together and just show that... I can make this work, and it's just very heartbreaking because she wants to be that maternal character to Jeff, but she can't because of the fact that she's going through her own trauma. So there's so much going on. You're like, Val, this is supposed to be a comedy. Where's the funny shit happening? It's dark humor. There's funny things that do happen. There's funny jokes. Hell, Cole calls Jim, Car uh, Jim Carrey's character at one point, his own dad. You know, he's wearing his little, you know, get-up outfit from, you know. Just picture Mr. Rogers with, like, a bus jacket on and he's like why do you look like um the bus driver that um drove rosa parks around like things like that little jokes like that that were pretty funny you know there's jokes that will make you laugh out loud but also will make you be like Haha, oh that wasn't meant to be funny but it was kind of funny what's wrong with me i'm kind of messed up myself so very dark but there are shades of gray in there and shade and light shades as well too um, you just really have to power through and understand that this, this show is nothing like what's on TV because it deals with real issues in real ways. Um, so much we can go into this show. I'm not going to spoil too much. It's just a very smart show in my opinion. Like I said, if you're looking for Jim Carrey to be the <laughs> dumb and dumber and all that shit, you're not going to get that. As much as I love Liar Liar and things of that nature, I do love, you know, Jim Carrey's serious performances like eternal sunshine you get a very eternal sunshine-esque feeling in this show um but you also get like a like there's spots of like the majestic in here as well too or the truman show where there's innocence there's literal innocence in each character that you're just waiting for them to just break out of this depression and just be happy with jim characters a uh, jim character I keep on saying that people i don't know why with jim character Carrie's character, um, Jeff, Mr. Pickles, that's the only one that, yes, you want happiness for him, but you really want him to stand up for himself and be the ticking time bomb that he is and just release that frustration, hopefully in a, in a way that's not detrimental to everybody. And he makes bad decisions. 
himself, you know, he makes sporadic decisions because he doesn't know what's going on. You know, he shaves his head at one point because his dad says, you're a cookie cutter. You don't do anything different. You know, he, he goes on dates to try to figure out if there's something there besides his wife. You know, he doesn't want to be a hero to people anymore. He doesn't. He just wants to, to help people, but he doesn't want to be a hero. There's people out there who who were who are trafficked or who who were abused. Uh, especially in episode three, we get a character that was abused at one point and turned her life around because she saw an episode for him saying to have confidence in yourself. And they meet finally. It's like when you meet your heroes, everything is going all well, but Jim kind of just. Jeff kind of just walks away from it because he doesn't want to be the Superman for somebody. He just wants to be okay. He just wants to be normal. And it's it's heartbreaking. It's a very heartbreaking uh, moment there, in my opinion. It's a fun show. Fun show. I think you guys should get into it. You know, I hear mixed reviews from the show that, oh, it's not the Jim Carrey I know. Oh, it's not the show that I want to see. It doesn't pick up. It's only three episodes, guys. And I fucking love this show. I give it a, a grade A. I give it a freaking big top all the way right there because of the fact that it's so different and it, it makes me feel feelings that I'm not ready to deal with at the moment in time. You know, most of these have been met with positive reviews, you know, from critics upon the premiere. Um, you know, there's a 74% average right now on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, 7.5 out of 10 at the moment in time from different reviews. So, you know, fans of Jim Carrey's slapstick comedy may be disappointed, but at the end of the day, it's a very different side of Jim Carrey, very dark character that you fall in love with, but you can't help but weep with him when when he is sad. So hopefully you guys do enjoy this show. I, I, I love it. 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 I want you guys to find it. I know it's on Showtime. If you have the Hulu app, there is um, a, a Showtime promotion that they're doing as well, too, so you can get Showtime off of that. Watch it. It's worth it watching they're like 23 to 28 episode, uh, minute episodes very fast you can breeze through them really quickly it's a very different show like i keep on saying but it's a very fun smart show you're not gonna see anything else like this on tv so i would hope you guys go out there and look it up have fun with it tell me what you think about it let me know if i'm the one crazy right now Oh, let me know if you don't feel whatsoever anything to this show whatsoever. And then that makes sense whatsoever, but it's okay. Um, let me know if there's things that you kind of feel about this show that make you feel a certain way. Anyway, guys, I'm Val Cisco. You can find me on Twitter at ValCisco, un, uh, uncanny underscore V. You can find me on Instagram at ValCisco. If you want to find Sideshow Conversations, you can find it on Anchor iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Republic, and then some as well, too. Like, listen, review, rate, star, all that jazz right there because it definitely helps me out, helps the podcast out, and, of course, any kind of criticism, whether it's constructive or not, <laughs> let me know because it helps me as an artist as well, too. Um, if you want to talk about this subject or any subject whatsoever, Sideshow Conversations is on Instagram at Sideshow Conversations and Facebook at Sideshow Conversations as well. Anyway, guys, I am out of here. I'm about to get some rest and enjoy the rest of my evening tonight. I do thank you for joining me on this little review right here of Kidding. And hopefully you guys tune in. Anyways, take care. Lots of love. Later.